You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. What's up? Hallelujah, holla back. Welcome back to Mystic Moments, where I'm bringing a little wisdom and mysticism to your week. Ooh, and baby girl. Hey, I'm glad to be back. Uh, I'm very excited to get this new episode to you guys. You guys know things have been going a little haywire. So actually, let me just go ahead and get some shit off my chest. I feel like this is a perfect opportunity to play catch up. I hope that you guys have been doing well. My little gangsters, if you're listening to this, thank you so much. If you are new to this, my name is Gangsta Guri or Gigi, as some people may call me. I am a spiritual consultant and healer based out of Brooklyn, New York. And this is my show. So I wanted to let you guys know, first and foremost, I'm praying for you. If you're listening to this, I'm praying for your family. Sending a little love, a little distance Reiki to each of you guys right now if you need it. Uh, Just because things have been so crazy lately. Like as I'm speaking to you guys, my eyes are closed because I feel like it helps me to process and prioritize like essentially all the things that have been going on. Like the world around us, it hasn't necessarily fallen apart but something has shaken the foundation and is forcing us as a human race, forcing us as human beings to really assess ourselves and assess everything that we've been going through over the last however long we've been alive, to be quite honest. And right now, I feel like me myself am just learning how I feel and learning how to be very genuine and very authentic in like the vibrations that I am carrying. Um, And I think it's more of a uh, learning how to be very transparent with what's going on, um, being able to speak through things that may have been negative thought patterns in the past, uh, in maybe ways that I've spoken to myself or maybe lacked sharing that trust or sharing that openness with other people around me. And also knowing that it cannot be done by myself, knowing that there are so many people in my corner to assist in these moments of duress. And I feel like as a collective, we're being asked to look at what is our most important like pieces of ourselves that we should be sharing with others. How can we continue to grow and take ownership of just like when we're not feeling well, what are the things that we do in order to help fill our well? I know for me personally, my spiritual practices slash spiritual routine, just taking care of my spirit have become that much more important to me. So like waking up, Uh, trying not to hop on social media, scroll social media, because that can really just like affect your mood, affect your day. Um, Making sure that I'm just like reading devotionals, reading or pulling cards for myself, reading something to just like fill my well, fill my spirit has been one of the things that I've been working my best on having something consistently every day to do just that been getting my squats in, you know, making sure I got an ass on so I can be ready for, you know, if we get to get out of the house during the spring and the summertime. Um, But I do have hopes for all of us as far as what we are bringing into our lives moving forward. I feel like everybody has had some time to really just like assess old shit, old beliefs, old vibration. And now we are pushing forward with the understanding of just like, we're not doing it by ourselves, whether it's a physical person, non-physical person, how can we stay invested in our own personal growth? 
how can we communicate that much more openly and how can we feel more confident in the way that we communicate knowing that it will be appreciated and it will be respected. So I want to go ahead and hop into our star summary for the uh, week or for the next couple of weeks. So this episode is going to extend all the way to, I believe, uh, April 18th, April 19th. Um, so I want to talk about a couple of transits that are going to be coming up over the next couple of weeks. So welcome to the star summary. How are you going to get your gold star this week, baby girl? So the three transits that I want to talk about are Mars and Aquarius, which is going to be happening on March 30th. I believe the day that this podcast releases. The next one is going to be Venus and Gemini, which is going to be happening on April 3rd, all the way to August 7th. And it will retrograde um, between the months of May and June. And then I want to talk about this full moon in Libra that we are in preparation for happening on April 7th. Uh, and it's going to be something that is changing how we think about balance and how we see balance all around us. So first and foremost, let's go ahead and hop into Mars and Aquarius. So Mars and Aquarius is going to be happening on March 30th. Uh, and Mars and Aquarius, so if we think about Aquarius, Aquarius is going to be the intellect, like they are the genius. Uh, Aquarius is going to be one of those signs that, you know, they have a very specific way of thinking through things, intellectualized things, always having these very deep thought processes. It really just taps into that higher mind. And in thinking about how you can trust yourself and trust your instinct when it comes to these downloads, when it comes to this information that you are trying to like rationalize through. How do you take your first step uh, in your truth? How do you take your first step when it comes to understanding that maybe what you feel and what you're thinking about may not connect with everybody, but that doesn't mean that you have to stop what you are doing and stop who you are in order to placate somebody else. So from Queer Cosmos by Colin Bedell, Mars and Aquarius is described as making love and not war, not wanting anything to do with impulsive reactive conflict. It says you're much more inclined to engage with personal disagreement from a space of calm. So this is about knowing that you can think through something before you make a decision. The only broken boundary that sets you off into rage is a crime against humanity. So as we are seeing, humanity is being done wrongly. <laughs> like people are dying everywhere, fast. And people are not being taken care of. And we are trying to think about how we as the human race start investing in ourselves, investing in our communities, and investing in um, how we assert ourselves, right? So the idea of experimenting with everything, experimenting with like how you show up, how you share your truth, how you, uh, I think about like protesting, honestly, um, and just like sharing your ideas, sharing your beliefs, and knowing that they will be heard. Um, in addition, uh, it says, get to the protest, call your politicians, expand awareness. In erotic spaces, you're the initiator of the distance necessary to make your suitors feel like they haven't quite figured you out. There's still discovery left to be done, which keeps the spark, chemistry, and desire burning hard. So this is going to ask that you're asserting yourself in an original, dynamic, intelligent, reformist, well-organized, and inspired manner. This comes from astromatrix.org. It says freedom of thought and action to do one's own thing is of paramount importance. So this is about your energy rise. You may feel a little bit of confidence coming your way. 
you may feel as though, you know, you are a little eccentric, like your way of working and your way of uh, prioritizing yourself is really genius. And it is. And I want to encourage you to, you know, lean into that a little bit more over the next couple of weeks, the next couple of months. You're going to intellectualize this change that's going on inside of you. You're going to be channeled into more social action um, and humanitarian projects. So there may be some things that you want to do to help people in your community. You may feel a charge in your soul to take up for somebody that may have been done wrong. You may start operating in a sense of thinking about community instead and how you can uh, unify people in your area, unify people in your, uh, your group. So that way you all can think about something you can do as a team whether it's healers, whether it's, you know, educators, whether it is people working in uh, on the front lines, like those uh, health uh, workers, nurses, doctors, um, we may see something at a larger level where there could be some sort of like a strike. Honest, I don't know why I'm getting like this vibration of just like there could be a strike on the, on the, uh, on the rise, especially because um, we're starting to see that uh, it's not just about work, 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 work. It's not just about just like getting to the money. It's about like feeling connected to the work that you're doing. And I feel like over the next couple of months, especially as we are going into the springtime, people are going to be thinking more about how they can take advantage of their own energy and really appreciate and understand how their energy works and how other people around them will be able to uh, benefit from that and like appreciate it. Or if you'll have to start moving in alignment or, you know, switching jobs, maybe, maybe just like letting your voice be heard uh, and allowing yourself to experiment with the way that you do speak up. Um, as we know, Mars is uh, the planet of just like aggression. It's the planet of just like action. So you may start seeing yourself feeling a little uh, assertive may start feeling yourself springing into action. And how do you allow this to kind of be your truth? How do you allow this to be the way that you uh, discover everything around you and allow people to discover you in your most authentic way? So this is gonna be happening on March 30th. Uh, so I want you guys to pay attention to your energy, make sure that you are not leaping without thinking through. You know, sometimes we like to get so caught up and so riled up in our emotions that we tend to uh, not think about how it can come off. And this is about thinking about the larger picture and how you can do your own thing and still be valued. Next we have Venus is going to be going into Gemini on April the 3rd. Um, so this is the first transit that's going to be happening in April. That's kind of like I would consider like a big transit. Um, Venus and Gemini is considered to deal with your intellectual desires. It's considered to deal with like how you are loving and communicating with others in an intellectual way. So since we have this Mars and Aquarius transit, we have this Venus and Gemini transit. As we know, both of these are air signs. So they're all collect connected to the thoughts um, and just how collectively you are truly thinking about about your actions and how you are letting some of those actions either from yourself or either from others speak for themselves. So this is about the curiosity that's going to be moving through you and maybe moving through others. It's going to be talking a lot about and feeling a lot of this variety, a lot of this spice of life um, where you can be very sociable may see a lot of flirting happening in your life. You may see people uh, flirting and you knowing that it's flirting instead of having to question it. Um, as we move out of like this Venus and Aries season, um, we know that Venus and Aries has been very much about like, I don't know, for, for me personally, like men have been showing up, you know, wanting to talk a little more, wanting to socialize. And now it's about like, do we have the intellectual connection that can allow us to uh, move forward, get clear? If you are distancing yourself emotionally, why is that? 
um are you finding yourself like dating or you know variety of different people trying to like feel what fits on for size and if you're distancing yourself emotionally where is that coming from why are you feeling that distance emotionally and how can you speak to people a little bit more openly about the reason why that is happening there may also be a sense of a playfulness and communication coming up in uh, this venus and gemini transit and you're going to be asking about just like what feels right for my spirit what speaks to my heart where do I feel the energy rising when it comes to how I think and connect with people on a higher mind level? You may start seeing like a, I think of it as, you know how like somebody likes to make jokes and stuff like that and you start noticing that that's what like attracts you to them. You may stop thinking about all of the physical aspects of people and start really tapping into their heart, their soul, their, their mind, like what in their mind's eye, what in their thoughts do you find attractive? Um, jealousy, possessiveness are going to be turnoffs. You're going to see this coming out a little bit more. Like there may be some people, because you know, some of the dark shot, the dark side or shadow side of Vetus and Gemini um, is having more than one love interest at a time. So if you may be noticing that, you know, you're kind of just like playing the field. Uh, what is making you play the field? Is it because you're not feeling the intellectual stimulation? Maybe it's just like the aggression is not there in regards to just like getting to know you, know you, like giving yourself some time to slow down. I mean, let's be real. We're all social distancing right now. So we have to allow ourselves to get to know people in a different way than we normally have compared to just like going out and just like being in front of a person's face. Now you're being asked to really just like get to know their mind right now. So as this uh, month of April just kind of like uh, happens, Make sure that if you are meeting somebody new or if you are trying to get to know somebody, what is it about them and what is it about the way that they think that you find attractive? And if you find some struggle with that, maybe that's something that you need to ask yourself. Uh, maybe if it's someone that you can't, that you feel like you have to be like on pins and needles with, how can you allow yourself to be a little bit more animated? How can you allow yourself to be a little bit more fun? How can you encourage diversion? Uh, so like uh, a really good time, a really fun time in your communities? How can you share uh, new ideas? Uh, and if you can't travel physically, uh, how can you travel, uh, let's say, uh, astrally? in order to be able to love on the people around you or get to know folks in a different way. Um, please let go of what it means to have to have everything together. I think this is going to be a shedding as we can already see at a, a humanity level. Everybody's being forced into their new level, their new, I guess, like body, quote unquote, of truth. What does it mean to share your truth? What does it mean to be present in your truth? What does it mean for you to allow uh, that openness, that playfulness to be seen. And if you can't, where does that come from? Maybe there's some childlike energy that has to be tapped into or some inner child work that needs to be done. Maybe there's some um, emotional distancing that you may have found yourself accustomed to because of the way that you've grown up and now you're having to rationalize why you have always felt like that and maybe talk to some of those core wounds and work through them. Um, and last but not least, with this full moon in Libra that's going to be happening on April 7th. So Libra is my moon sign. It's also my Mars sign. And it is my um, Mercury sign. So for me, this full moon in Libra is right on time because I've been feeling a little out of it when it comes to just like my emotions. I've been feeling a little out of it when it comes to just like sharing. So I feel like a lot of these transits, for me personally, like this year has been very much about just like not necessarily keeping a facade up, but more or less like not knowing when I can share and when I cannot share. 
and knowing that there has to be a balance in these emotions that come forth. So this is going to be very much about keeping the peace, keeping harmony, figuring balance out, and what's tipping the scales when it comes to your emotions. So with this full moon in Libra, this is going to be happening at 10.36 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and the full moon in Libra will be happening at 18 degrees. Um, from Elias Lonsdale, as you guys know, I love to use this book, Inside Degrees. Um, Libra at 18 is described as a woman carefully counting the beans in a jar. So it's about being meticulous, being very detail-oriented, making sure that everything is supposed to be there. And sometimes you may be counting the beans in the jar, I take it, to not necessarily waste some time, but to slow up and methodically ensure everything is appropriate. So it says taking outward phenomena, literally the utmost in naivety. You wander into every trap and pitfall with eyes wide open, wanting so badly for everything to add up and to make sense. So this seems to me to be in regards to allowing stuff to come into your awareness and figuring out where it belongs. Uh, what affects you? Why does it affect you? How can you figure out how to bring peace back into your life? Um, it also says it's lacking a strong center of selfhood. So asking yourself the question, who are you when everything else around you is not, uh, isn't there when everything else around you isn't affecting you. You may be impressionable to received ideas at the mercy of conditionings, wanting only to please and make everybody happy. You are held within the circle of consensus agreement. So what is yours? What is not? I feel like these are certain things that you have to ask yourself, like, how can you show up for you and allow yourself to not always take in, like, take in certain people's ideas, take in certain thoughts, yes, but make sure that you're thinking through if they are appropriate for your awareness right now, and if they feel like they're draining you, um, you cannot be perfect. This is about not being perfect. This is about figuring out what the balance in your life is and um, all is from the outside in. Lessons in outlasting what you take on and in showing up after being so far gone, nobody knew where to find you. So showing up for yourself in truth as my stomach starts to go off. So it's very much like, yes, this is about like being true to you. Who do you give too much to? and Why do you give too much to them? Maybe it's just like you are not sharing all of what makes you peaceful and how sometimes when that peace is bothered or when that peace is affected, what are the ways that you go about sharing with people around you, how it has affected you and what would make you feel better? I think this is about speaking up, making sure you're drinking your water, taking care of your physical body. Um, this full moon in Libra is going to rule over the kidneys. So it's just like making sure that you are taking care of, you know, uh, being hydrated making sure you're eating your greens, uh, making sure you're eating your fruit. All of these things are like, if you are noticing that you're lacking something in those areas, maybe some of that energy will come up for you uh, and you'll be able to take care of yourself even more. So this is also about communicating with others, how you are taking care of yourself even better right now. Uh, make sure that you are being very clear over the next couple of weeks. Uh, make sure that you are understanding if you're distancing yourself from somebody, what is the reason for that? Where does it come from? Know that as we are going into the spring season, as we are going through the month of April, things are going to start making uh, much more sense. We're going to start seeing some things at a global level where answers are going to be finally figured out. Truths are going to be uncovered. There's going to be a huge uh, energy rise as far as you know, new healers showing up, uh, new spaces for work to be discussed. Uh, being put out there, explosive actions, we may see somebody like, 
I don't know. It could be a lot of either really amazing things or really scary things, depending upon your mindset. I know that we all have been having a very difficult time figuring out what energy is not uh, for us and figuring out where we should be, fig uh, like paying close attention or just like allowing ourselves to be present right now. And I know that as we transit through these next couple of weeks, the moments of not necessarily romance, but when it comes to love and love in your communities, um, and when it comes to sharing your honest, authentic self are going to be really touched on. And I can't wait to feel a little bit more in tune with my body. I feel like I've been kind of floating for the last couple of weeks, um, maybe since like mid-February. So I'm looking forward to getting some grounding back into my life. And I'm hoping that some of these transits can do that for us as far as just like connecting our minds back to our bodies. So I wanna go ahead and kick it to our uh, sponsors first and foremost. Thank you so much for Flawless Noises Media Network uh, for allowing me to host this. Thank you guys for listening and we'll be right back. Welcome back, guys. We are here with Mystic Moments, where I'm bringing a little wisdom and mysticism to your week. And baby girl, let's go ahead and get into the tarot team for the next three weeks. This is going to span from March 30th, 2020, all the way to April 18th, 2020. So the next three weeks are all about transitioning, letting go, moving on. Like everybody has been questioning what direction they are going. Everybody is questioning if what they have been holding on to, uh, if you really need to let go of it. And this is just a sign that you can only close doors in order to make room for something new in your life. And the next three weeks is about closing certain doors that you know have always uh, really taken away from your energy. Maybe they didn't take you away from your energy this time last year. So I've been talking a lot about how this time last year is just very relevant for you to be paying attention to or for us to be paying attention to as a collective. And the large theme as we are looking over the next couple of weeks is <clears throat> how do I move on? How do I move on from the things that did work before, but they don't work anymore? Okay. Um, the story here or the journey that I'm seeing over the next couple of weeks is very much about knowing that you do have abundance. Where does that abundance come from and how can that pull you out of the shadows? How can that, what you have already accomplished, be what allows you to be seen in a not necessarily productive, but fruitful manner, being very abundant? How do you get out of your head? How do you recognize that some of the actions um, that you may have taken, like you're, you're just feeling a little lazy. Maybe you're feeling as though you don't know what to do. You don't know where to start, but I think it's very much asking you and spirits are very much asking you, get in gear, do what you know feels right. You know that you do not have to hold on to this old job, this old belief, this old way of doing your work. This is about transitioning and moving on to the new and not wanting everything, taking only what is necessary. That has been a really huge lesson for the collective when it comes to taking on uh, too much, right? What is it that's appropriate for you? And if you have to reassess and reassess and know that people will move along with that with you, okay? So first and foremost, we have, uh, so all of these cards actually come from the Akamara Taro. A shout out to, I believe the name is Lolu. Um, her name is Lolu. That is the uh, editor of these decks. I've been using them for the last about month or so. The uh, tarot and the oracle is where the messages are going to come from today. So the first card that we have is the seven of Cal or the eight of calabash. Technically, this would be the eight of cups in reverse. 
so this is uh, questioning leaving, unable to move on in fear of the unknown. So this is the cornerstone card. What are you so scared of? What are you scared to let go of to make space for something brand new? It says this suggests there's some firm foundations in your life, but they are foundations that you are unfulfilled by. Hanging on to a failing cause comes at a cost. And the card suggests there's a strong push for you to cut the cord of attachment and move on and forge a new path. Take a look at your career, relationships, and your own spiritual ideas. Do you feel stagnant or disappointed that it isn't what you thought it would be? It's time to forsake what is guaranteed for your own happiness versus settling for less. So what is unfulfilling for you right now? What has been so disappointing or what has been making you feel stagnant that you know you have to let go of? Maybe it's a career move. Maybe it's just like a certain person. I feel like this is more in regards to just like career though. I don't think this has to deal with like romance or anything like that. I think this is going to be more focused on career and spiritual ideals. So like what has been working and what does not work anymore? And how do you make a decision on moving forward with that? So I want you to sit for a second. And I want you to think, what do I need to work on? <clears throat> what does not feel fulfilling anymore? And write it down and make sure that you're putting some energy into that over the next couple of weeks so that way you can either work it out of your life or start working more of that energy that you do desire into your life. Ia Cowrie comes out next. And Ia Cowrie is going to be Queen of Pentacles in traditional tarot. And this is all about uh, being nourished, knowing that you have the abundance around you, knowing that you have the grounding around you, and feeling that luxuriousness. So Ia Cowrie is ruled by Capricorn and Sag. Um, this is being motherly, being wealthy, being luxurious, and the home and hearth being focused on. So this is flowing with self-satisfaction. How do you cultivate a legacy for yourself um, and then recognize the talents that you have and the opportunities that you have to show your talents. So this is about like, what are your talents? You know that you've been feeling unfulfilled. Why is that? Go back to the drawing board. What are the things that allow you to feel like when you're doing it, you feel full? This suggests being practical and organized, but indulge every now and again. See it bring in the bounty of abundance to your home life like you wish. So this goes back to these transits that we're gonna be having. Specifically, it makes me think of uh, Venus and Gemini about how you are bringing a little bit more of that abundance, a little bit more of that love into your home life because it doesn't have to be just romantic love, this can be self-love. And knowing that you know, with that spontaneity that's coming up, you can start feeling a lot of that energy rising back in you to feel joy. This card is akin to the warmth one feels with a matron ancestor um, when they enter the home comforting you when you put fresh flowers on the altar. So if you haven't put any flowers on your altar recently, listen, it's been hard for me to find, find flowers myself here in New York. Um, but the next time that you can, throw some on there. It says this requires the ability, love yourself, stand unafraid to put your needs first in some instances as well. So this actually is a great reinforcement for me about, because. Uh, the, today is actually Sunday, so I would normally be recording my um, weekly uh, pull for the collective, but something just said do not and really just like put into yourself and know that sometimes you have to do that in order to be good for yourself and for others later on down the road. So how do you prioritize what you need right now in order to feel grounded, in order to feel wealthy, but then also know that, you know, you can indulge and you can have moments where you can have fun. Um, it doesn't always have to be work, 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 work. Sometimes you have to figure out what that balance is so you feel better. And I think that the next card, the Ten of uh, Cutlass, traditional Ten of Swords, um, ruled by Gemini, 
uh, is talking about the end, failure, betrayal, ruin, mortality, and feeling broken. This is about you getting out of your head and removing some of those swords that have been that have been making you feel like you're attacking yourself and attacking your self worth. Um, it alludes to events that are unavoidable. It represents disaster, failure, or complete betrayal. Um, unfortunately, this event will not be small in nature nor easily overlooked. So brace for the inescapable and enjoy the process. However, stay strong, rely on your spirits because diamonds are made under pressure. Take time in the aftermath before getting up to dust yourself off. So this is about knowing that you will rise and shine again, even if there are some people around you that don't understand how you have to like transition on or move on, or even if you yourself don't understand how you have to like transition on and move on, um, how can you allow yourself to be uh, seen? How can you allow yourself to be uh, appreciated for the shifts that you are making, right? Um, how can you allow yourself to not feel powerless? How can you recognize that you are um, overcoming obstacles and removing some from your path? You have to go through them, the tough times, in order to make sense of and appreciate uh, what is actually going to benefit you in the long run. Next, we have Onisha, Onisha Kane, um, which is going to be traditional uh, Knight of Wands in uh, the tarot. Um, and this is coming up in reverse, ruled by Sagittarius and Scorpio, arrogance, egotism, jealousy, and unused creativity. So where, if you are feeling like either people are arrogant around you or you're being arrogant in how you are putting forth your energy, like make sure that you're coming from spaces and make sure you're coming from like a mindset of just like, Understanding how your spontaneity and how your true self and understanding how what you have to offer, like if it's coming off to somebody as arrogant, why is that? If it feels like you're coming across as arrogant, why is that? If you feel like people are jealous of your growth, why is that? Because some people may be, but that's not for you to take, uh, it's not for you to take personal. Um, so this suggests one that is prone to changing course quickly one that is subject to spontaneity and sometimes unreliability. Um, it can suggest this behavior seems mercurial to some on the outside looking in. However, the presence is a joyous one nonetheless for the moment. This calls in significant changes headed your way, perhaps in the form of traveling or moving house, but it may come suddenly. Unpredictability in a partner can be suggested by the arrival of this card as well. So this is all talking about like, are you ready for the change? Are you ready for this shift? Are you ready for the change of scenery? Are you ready for things to just like, move and if you are resistant to the change then it becomes that much more difficult for you to undergo it so this is about slowing down and knowing that you know the element of fire is always going to purify you know even when things burn down they always get built back up even better so this could be in a personal way this could be in a um in a global way um so i want you to pay attention to how everything is breaking down to be built back up right now Next, we have the traditional Four of Cups or Four of Calabash. This is going to be uh, in reverse clarity, opportunities realized, and wanting to be free. So this is just like when everything breaks down and when people are talking their shit to you and making you feel like you crazy, like how do you recognize what has to be let go of? Like how do you start moving in alignment with your truth? This is about settling for what you have while sitting in discontent behind wanting more for yourself. So um, if you are sitting, it suggests you are exhibiting apathy and regarding only the negative choices in life rather than being optimistic and recognizing blessings actively trying to enter your life. So what can you, how can you start shifting from a, I say this a lot, like a glass half empty uh, thought process or mindset to a glass half full mindset. 
Also, how are you showing gratitude for the things that you already do have um, or that you've already accomplished? So think about how far you've already come this year and what actions you've taken to become more strengthened in your sense of self and your sense of spirit. And it's about knowing that the only way that you can continue to get better is by breaking out of these old thought patterns and figuring out what is worth fighting for. So what is worth fighting for in your life? What is worth abandoning when it comes to an unfulfilling routine? What has not worked anymore? This is just you starting anew, just in time for the astrological new year, which just happened when we entered into Aries season a couple of weeks ago. So this is just you starting off and knowing that everything is happening right now. Thank you, spirit. So that way you can be prepared for what is to come. And knowing that as you are transitioning and moving on, people will always have things to say. People will always have reasons to just like, you know, pass judgment. Um, and there may be a little time, a little bit of time when you're feeling a little directionless, um, a little like, you know, there's some difficult times ahead. Six of uh, swords or six of cutlass is ruled by Aquarius. And this is just telling you take stock um, in your surroundings, your unfulfilling job. So that way you can look towards the future, collect your thoughts, move forward and away from your troubles for a better, more suitable future. Um, it is all about working through the murky waters of your issues versus trying and failing to circumvent them. There may be a few more obstacles ahead, but the worst of them are just about over so you can take a breath of relief. So for the next three weeks, you may start to notice like some things really change for you. It may feel like it gets worse before it gets better. I feel like that's a global thing where everybody is making like if we think about this at a, at a global level like every single human being is in this space right now of trying to figure out how do they move on from what did not work anymore and then start thinking about what has always kept them grounded and then working on that all these reversals that i'm seeing is just like we have work to do over the next couple of weeks when it comes to just like how we think and do things um and how we feel comfortable sharing our emotions specifically like this is a time to open up this is a message to myself as well um when things are not working and why they're not working and know that only in truth um is the way that you can bring so much more into your life uh and the last uh oracle card or the oracle card for this week is going to be uh the card covet it says the one who is nothing wants it all so the shadow element or what you may be working through having a stubborn desire to have someone or something you are keenly aware isn't feeding your spirit or outright refusing to acknowledge what's fueling your inability to detach from manifesting your desire so knowing that one what is not serving you anymore and having a struggle of a time letting go and two knowing that you know um when you are trying to manifest your next path when you are trying to manifest your desires how do you detach from the outcome and the journey knowing that there has to be some ups and downs in order for you to appreciate what it is that you have actualized in your life and how it's coming so you've heard many times from the law of attraction sources, you are the architect of your life. Anything in the world um, can be yours if you detach. And to a degree, that's true. However, sometimes you must consider your ancestors want something different for you. You've also heard the adage um, that when you don't get something, something better is waiting for you. And at times, that seems impossible to believe. Many times in life, we find that the things we want the most seem to pass us by. Try and try as we might to manifest what we perceive or project to be the best for our journey at that moment. This is a stop sign to signal you may be too focused on the wrong thing. So this can be read in one of two ways. One, you're too focused on something inconsequential and your spirit guides, ancestors, or source are asking you to reconsider why you want it. Is it going to help you ascend spiritually, emotionally, physically, be honest, or magically? If at any point a tinge of doubt creeps in, 
stop and reconsider. So the intention behind what it is that you're focused on and if it is actually going to be for the better for you when you detach from what it is or if it's just something that you thought that you wanted and now you just have to reassess it. And then um, it could be also that you're clear about what it is. You're clear about everything. In fact, your best in it's in your best interest. However, your mindset is one of lack. And thus, you will not receive it until you acknowledge why you're operating from that vibration. Is, is it because you're used to living without, so it comes natural to cover that your desires like you'll never see them? Is it impatience? Is it envy? Unpack the reason why. Acknowledge it as having served its purpose to show you what you need to fix and change the direction so you get the things you desire. So this is about, like, uh, for me, this is where I'm at about just, like, the impatience. Sometimes it may be like the envy, just like seeing what other people are working on and seeing what other people are doing and wanting that for myself. Um, and it may be that for you. And it's just like, well, how do you give that life and know that this is, if you hold on to that, that's all that you'll ever have. And it's about releasing this over the next couple of weeks through the actions that you take to recognize why you do deserve what you're working towards. It's about knowing what is not feeding your spirit and whether that's jealousy, whether that is just like, you know, negative vibrations towards something that is not in alignment with your highest good like ask yourself constantly over the next couple of weeks is this in alignment with my highest good is this conversation my in alignment with my highest good is my response in alignment with my highest good and see what actions those give you and make sure that you are not coveting you know what's not yours like you can appreciate what isn't yours but like is there a negative attachment to it when you think about it and when you process it. So I hope that the next three weeks, if you are uh, keeping in mind that this is about just like letting go of the old and making space for the new and knowing that you do deserve, it just takes time. And sometimes you have to go through the shitty in order to bring you to the kitty, okay? I hope that you guys found this helpful. Um, thank you so much for listening to Mystic Moments. I have to shout out everybody that has uh, put time into this um, to assist me with this. Shout out to Flawless Noises Media Network. Shout out to Anchor. Shout out to all of the listeners out there. Shout out to you. And I hope that you are feeling blessed, feeling less than stressed. And listen, I know that we are all a little bit of like low energy, but I promise you we are all doing our best to bring it back. And if you have it, then give it. But if you don't, don't lie about it. Over the next couple of weeks, live your truth. I love you. Have a wonderful rest of your March going into April and we'll see each other soon. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.